Hey, what's up? Like, totally time for 90210. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome back to the 90210 show. My name is Mark with me as always. It's my fiance, Carol. How you doing today, Carol? Hey, what's up? <laughs> Not much. It's been a good week here. It is June 12th, 1998. Yes, sir. Lots of excitement. Yeah? It's exciting times. <laughs> <laughs> it's summer. It is summer. 1998. <laughs> it, it is. It is summertime. It's very, very exciting. Some, some, summertime. Some, 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 summertime. Wow. What? Isn't that like a Teddy Ruxpin song? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. I believe so. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's hilarious to me. <laughs> oh, you just dialed into a Teddy Ruxpin. <laughs> what the fuck? I'm glad you're amused. I was locked away in the vault of your mind. Oh, my God. (laughs) Uh, Oh, did you have a little Teddy Ruxpin? I did not. Yeah, I did. And he sang that song, and he had a little beach shirt and little sandals. Oh, my God. (laughs) No, I had pound puppies. I had pound puppies, too. I wasn't allowed a Teddy Ruxpin. (sighs) What a sad childhood you led. Exactly. I had, you know what I had? Hmm. <laughs> My body and me. Ew. I didn't. Okay, good. It's like the Chucky <laughs> doll. Right. Remember Kid Sister? Kid Sister. Yes. I wanted kid a Kid Sister. sister. <laughs> oh, man, the 80s. Speaking of not the 80s. You remember this? yourself down he's like dancing right. a freaking jig in his chair oh, I, I didn't even I, know you could dance while sitting I, <laughs> I violated my rule a little bit because uh the, I, we didn't mention saying elsewhere <laughs> just we just mentioned the decade it existed oh, in goodness have you been uh you been hitting the schnapps today or something what <sighs> all righty Talking about the 80s. Exactly. Um, so, uh, I've been hanging out with Carrie Fisher. Okay. <laughs> so, I think we're supposed to be talking about 90210. You ever see in You ever see in The Empire Strikes Back, there's a scene where they're in the cockpit of the Millennium Falcon and Carrie Fisher's like standing behind him. She's got that that white like we just were in Hoth, like you know, mm-hmm. outfit on and everything. And if you see, like she gestures something with her hand, you can see that her her pinky nail <laughs> is super long. So you think She's they let that. her keep her coke nail? She got that coke. Nail. Yes. I don't think it's like I don't think somebody I don't think George Lucas digitally inserted it afterwards. Like well, he did with some of the stuff when they re-released it. I mean, it could have been a character thing, you know, for Princess Leia. 
<laughs> Luckily for her, her character was also a cocaine addict. <laughs> oh, goodness. Uh, Whatever. Spe- speaking of cocaine addicts, 90210, let's talk about the writers. Okay. <laughs> um, no, yeah. Let's talk about the episode. So. What was it called? I don't know. All that oh. jazz. Yeah. Okay. So. Yeah, adjust your headphones. I know I'm loud. What? I said adjust your headphones. <laughs> I know I'm loud. So, okay. I almost said Brenda, dear God. Uh, Donna. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Donna. She's having all these problems with this Professor Langley. Yeah. And what's weird is I really thought Professor Langley was like the dude that had trouble with Brandon where he like was sleeping with his wife. Yeah, that was Professor but, Lang Ford. Oh, okay. But yeah, it's Langley, and I have no idea who this professor is or why they hate Donna. No, I don't know. Okay, it's just a, a random professor thing. Professor of economics. Yeah, she just hates Donna for no reason. It's so weird, dude. She gives her the weirdest looks. Yeah. Miss Martin. Do you ever have a teacher that hated you? No. Mm. Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> In second grade. Is this a yes and thing? <laughs> no, like you're just lying? No, I really did. Because I, I had a teacher that hated me in second grade as well. Oh, really? Yeah. Weird. Well, her name was Miss Boots. And Miss Boots. <laughs> and my hair was really long and it hung in my eyes. Uh-huh. And she wanted me to get it trimmed. And <laughs> she your mom? <laughs> Uh, she actually like said something to my parents and then like we all talked at dinner about how it was none of her business and shit, right? And uh in the middle of class, she's at the blackboard and she's teaching and she starts like twitching almost like something's like really fucking getting to her, right? And she storms over to me and takes her fingers and just moves my hair out of my What the fuck? <laughs> oh, it was fun. Holy shit. Good time. Why did your second grade teacher hate you? I don't know. Her name was Miss Soon. Mm. And shout out Miss Soon. She's probably dead. And. <laughs> oh, I'm sure Miss Boots is dead. Sorry, Miss Boots. Um, and I don't know. She hated me for some reason. I, so I learned to read pretty early. She put me in the remedial reading class so I could be out of her classroom for an hour every day. So I weird. went into the remedial uh, reading room and the teacher was like okay do this packet you know or whatever and I finished the packet on the first day and she was like you don't need to be here and I was like yeah and she's like why are you here and I said Miss Soon hates me and she's like okay <laughs> so then she would just give me a book and let me read that's weird that's messed up shit so I just got to read for an hour every day <laughs> which was nice instead yeah. of being in whatever they were learning in the you know the reading section of our class in huh. second grade. I don't know. That's why I can't conjugate verbs. <laughs> Goodness. Well, I don't know what Donna is going to not be able to do after she fails economics. Oh, wait, graduate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That was a good read, Carol. <laughs> Thanks. What? Uh, that's just the way you said that. <laughs> I don't know what Donna's not going to be able to do after she doesn't get economics. Oh, yeah, graduate. Well, no, she's supposed to be graduating. 
And she has this big project doing economics, and the teacher fucking has it out for her. She does. Warns her in front of the whole class that she better be prepared to present this project tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And she instead gets talked into going to New Orleans. Nolans with David for the night with the understanding they would fly back for her presentation because he's setting up something for Monica. I don't know. Yeah. And he had to meet with her people at the jazz festival or for the jazz festival or I don't know. They should do something with Casey and Jojo. Sure. Oh my life. No, because Monica and Brandy, you know, Uh like, yeah. Do you think Monica is going to be in like one of the next episodes? Probably. I mean, that's the only reason they'd name drop her, right? Yeah, I would think so. Uh, real quick, though, before we get into it. Mm-hmm. One time, I was watching uh, one of the adult channels. <laughs> Where are you? On cable. You know how uh, we, you, you turn on one of the adult channels, and you can see, like, the previews? Like, in between the adult movies... So, like, you turn on, if it's adult movies on, it's all scrambled and shit. Mm -hmm. When the adult movie's over, you can see, like, their commercials. There's no nudity in it or whatever, but it's just, like, um, uh, you know, up next is this, or, like, watch this, or, you know, ooh, Playboy Bunnies, you know, and stuff like that, right? And um, and they had one for the, like, some sex line, right? Uh Uh-huh. And this guy gave the greatest reading in the world. It was like this mustachioed middle-aged gentleman. Mustachioed? Yeah. Like pistachio? Like he had a mustache. Mustachio. Mustachioed. That's not a word. Oh, do you want to bet? Yes. Okay. Normal normal bet. Yes. Okay. All right. We'll, we'll, we'll go to the dictionary later and we'll see. Mustachioed. Mustachioed. It's not a word. Okay. I love you. I love your confidence. But anyway, he's like, it was like the spice chat line or whatever, right? And he's like, I'm going to try to do it exactly how he did it. <clears throat> the girls of the spice chat line are real, real horny, that is, and they're here to take your calls. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it was the best. Wow. Oh, that dude wanted to get out of there real fast. Anyway, so, uh, yeah, Donna Martin graduates, question mark? <laughs> we don't know. So when, what's his fucking face? David. Um, yeah, David calls her. I thought he was manic again. Yeah. I, I really. Oh, he's, he's manic for something. I really thought, uh-oh, he's, he's in trouble. Because he's like, we got to go. We got to get on a plane. Now that'll never be a problem again, Carol. But I keep waiting for it, because that would be some kind of consistency in the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, he's like, we got to go. We got to go tonight. And she's like, I can't go to New Orleans with you tonight. Like, it's crazy, because right. it is crazy. Yeah. And she should have stuck with her, her saying no. Yeah. He's like, come on. Come on. It's one night. Your project's done. I'll have you back in the morning. How are you going to hop on a plane? Like, how rich are you, fucks? Oh, yeah. You but, hop I mean, on a seriously, plane they're very rich. To go spend the night in New Orleans and then mm. be back. Yeah. And they have no worries. <sighs> well, David got all that money. What was it? Like $250,000? It's not like millions. It was a lot of money. It was more than that, I think. Uh-huh. I think 250000 is what he invested in the company. Oh, I think yeah. he got like half a million or something like or that. Maybe or a full two million. million. Or I don't know. But yeah. He, he's the new. He's the new. 
Luke Perry. What's his name? Dylan. He's the new Dylan. <laughs> they gave yeah. him that money so that he had like in a, a money money that he could just you know. They need an independently wealthy exactly. person, and he's invested in the club. You know, he's taken a lot of Dylan's role. Yeah, but um, he convinces Don to go with him, and they go to New Orleans and they're drinking hurricanes. Hurricanes. Yeah. Um, these gigantic. Never had one. No. Oh, you should try one. Well, what's in it? I have you. I'll give you, you some know? hurricanes. I'm pretty sure it's it's like a rum punch, essentially. Well, I love rum and I love punch, so that works out. Yeah. Um, but the guy was warning him, like, "Oh, you know, those are strong. Be careful." They'll stuff. blow you over. <laughs> yeah. And uh, then we we cut to oh, prior to this, yeah. David's packing condoms. Yeah, he is. Now, what was hilarious is that Mark thought they said Big Sir. Big Sir. <laughs> so we're like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> David's uh, Brian Austin Green's agent negotiated that in the contract. Right. <laughs> They've got to look huge. <laughs> but it actually. It was a big pack it of was, condoms. It, it looked suspicious. But. Um, <laughs> It was a very suspicious looking back. It was an act- it was actually a transformer. <laughs> You're pregnant. <laughs> but they're just regular condoms. I don't remember what it actually said, but it said be sure. Be sure, yeah. Not big sir. So yeah, so he's packed condoms. He is he is thinking, and this is the night we're gonna get lucky. It's so funny too, because when he's when he gets off the phone, when he gets off the phone <laughs> with her and it shows the condoms. They go to commercial, and it's all like, it's all like the, it's the like the, the yeah. mead music, no, nope. the intense music. Yeah, like yeah. it's like it's something wrong. So yeah, like he's an evil villain because he has condoms. Steve has a hilarious joke in this too, rela- mm. related to that. He's like they they they're talking about how they that David and Donna went to New Orleans for the night. And Claire's like, isn't it romantic? And he was like, eh, whatever, it's dumb. And she's like, why aren't you romantic like that? And he was like, I don't need to be romantic. We have sex. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> well, unfortunately, romance does not work at work for David, though. No. They're, I mean, she's a little bit drunk. They're making out on the bed. Yeah, everything's in place. And, like, I was thinking he's being a terrible person. Because he's taken her away, he's gotten her drunk, and now he's going to take advantage of her. Right. But apparently there was some off-screen conversation that, you know, that happens all the time in this show. Yeah. Because he's like, but you said you wanted to. You said you were going to, like, and... I think that was, I kind of think that was in reference to her, the episode with her grandmother. All she said was it wouldn't be forever or whatever. She never said, yeah. like, I want to have sex with you right now. And I think maybe there were supposed to be conversations between then and now. Maybe. That led him to believe that maybe this would happen tonight. I don't think they necessarily had a conversation, like, moments ago. Okay. Because he seemed pretty sure and pretty pissed. He was upset, for sure. Understandably so. Yeah, he was disappointed. She wasn't. Drunk, though. Like, it was very clear she was talking lucidly. Uh, yeah. Like, I mean, she was a little tipsy when they left the bar, but she was, like, okay. When they, they must have been run. making out for a long time. <laughs> um, But, yeah, he's like, but he does gather himself. Yeah. And he's like, I just have to be more patient. And then, like, he lashes out at her again when he's like, 
maybe, you know, a couple years after we get married, you'll be ready to have sex or whatever. That was really mean. And then he stopped. He was like, I'm sorry. You know, like, I get I get the frustration. And the thing is, is like, he's had sex before now. Right. So now he knows what it's like. Yeah. And now he's in a sexless relationship. That's hard. That's hard. I mean, no pun intended, but that's hard <laughs> to go from relationships where you're having sex. I mean, he had a threesome with two girls named Mary. Right. And uh, to go from that to, I love this person, but we're not having sex. Yeah, that would be weird. And we can make out and shit, so like it gets me going, but can't go all the way. So when she was with Ray, didn't it seem like they probably at least like, Maybe she went down on him. Like, I mean, it seemed like there was... What? I don't know where that's coming from. Because... I think that's your own fantasies <laughs> in your head. Is that the fan fiction no. that you wrote for the show? Because I don't remember the implication then. I just had the... Like, you, like Donna the, was wiping her mouth a lot oh when she was dating Ray or something? Like, where are you getting this from? I don't remember the details, but I remember... Having the impression that he was being taken care of. Oh, interesting. Okay, but maybe I'm wrong. I mean, it just I Valerie mean, that, was da- taking care of him, right? David definitely does not seem like he's being taken care of. No, well, he's yeah, he's not getting anything on the side. Um, so yeah, he's sleeping on the fucking floor in the morning. I think that's awful. Now, maybe he had to. <laughs> maybe there is no way he could leave her alone otherwise. Right? Maybe. Um. But, yeah, I think that was kind of shitty if she was just like, you need to get away from me. Maybe he would have knocked her off the bed. (laughs) Big sir. Right. Um, But when they do wake up in the morning, she's freaking the fuck out because it's 8 o'clock. Because her hymen's pierced. (laughs) Oh, my God. That is awful. (sighs) No. Um... (laughs) Because they missed the plane. Yeah. So she's... He gonna... set the alarm for p.m. instead of a.m. Yeah. It was supposed to be set for 6 a.m., but he set it for 6 p.m. They slept in two hours, and she's going to miss her plane. Yeah. Which, you know, he's, he's like, maybe we can make it. Well, they don't. No. I mean, she she gets to class at the end of class. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. Just in time to see, like, the last person leave before the teacher... I, I don't understand the point. Like, at that point, you know you're fucked. Why even have the balls? I think to she was walk trying to, like, I don't know. I think she was trying to be like, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm here, kind of. <laughs> but she tries to explain to the teacher what happened. And that does not help her case at all. No. Teacher's like, oh, there are deadlines in the real world. Fuck yourself. How about that? Right. And uh, she's like, but I'm ready to present anytime you're ready. And she's like, that's not happening. Yeah, better do good on the final. I don't see how she could pass. If it's like this huge project, even if you do good on the final. I mean, I guess maybe. She doesn't need to get an A as long as she just passes that class. Yeah, I guess. But, I can't um, imagine that she's getting her degree in anything that has to do with economics. So I feel so bad for her, though, because she's like, I worked so hard on this. But at the same time, I was like. Yeah, but you're stupid. Yeah, you should have just stayed home. Yeah, if you worked that hard and you have a presentation. She was drinking the night before. I know. Uh, Don't leave the state. Here's a tip for all you college kids out there. 
Don't leave the state the night before a big presentation. And don't drink the night before a big presentation or a big test. And just hope that, like, oh, everything will work out. I mean, I mean, her plane, like, they didn't have to oversleep. Her plane could have been delayed. For, well, there could have been fog right? over LAX. Like, anything could have happened. That's true. That is very true. It's like, why leave that to chance? Wait for, I mean, like, tell fucking David, hey, uh, you know, can we... To postpone it a day? Well, I think there was a festival, so no, but, oh. you know, whatever. Like, have fun in New Orleans. We'll go another time. Exactly. They, they could go the next day. Why don't it's... you have sex? With, why don't you throw some beads and have sex with someone in New Orleans? <laughs> oh, my God. So you leave me alone, big sir. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Do you think that they're going to be okay? Yeah, I think they'll be fine. I hope so. I think this is the only drama that they can stir up with them. Essentially, I mean, unless they're having him have a nervous breakdown. Yeah, because his mom, her, her mom doesn't hate him anymore. Oh yeah, for whatever reason. That's true. Her parents have kind of accepted him. But anyway, nice. that's that's her storyline. We'll have to figure out what happens with her economics class. I know we're all real. That know. would be awful if like she doesn't graduate or there's some big issue with her graduating again after what she went through <laughs> in high school. They weren't going to let her graduate because she was drinking, right? Yeah. And again, she That's was drinking, but this time it was in New Orleans. It's uh, like, Donna, learn your lessons. Exactly. Well, it wasn't champagne, at least. No, it was a hurricane. That's better. It wasn't someone's dad over-serving her. <laughs> over-serving a... David's a, dad. Underage girl. It was David's dad, That's I believe. Yeah. It's those... Uh, it's those sing... David, silver. Silver. It's those silver boys. Those sting boys? What? <laughs> It's those stingers. <laughs> it's the silver boys. They, they they like their alcohol. I guess. Anyway, what so, else is going on? Um. Okay. What? I, that's all I cared about. Um, <laughs> that's all you cared about. You didn't care about the uh, the great plot between uh, Valerie and and Kelly being sick at the same oh, time. Oh God, that was so stupid. Or or Claire's dad and. Steve's mom. Also stupid. Thank you for reminding me about the shit I hated. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, yeah, okay. So Valerie and Kelly are both sick with the flu. Some what what kind of flu did he say? The Hawaiian flu. Like what? What no, I don't think that exists. No. They're making shit up. <laughs> He's like, it's okay, it doesn't last long. I'm irritated by the fact that this whole episode goes with these two women having the flu, having been around people. Yeah. Being in the house with Brandon, being taken care of by Brandon. Nobody else gets it? Yeah, Kelly's making out with him. Right? And he's fine. And like... You ever tried to make out with someone who had the flu, by the way? Ew. Yeah, exactly. Ew. Like, let me wipe my nose on the back of my hand. <laughs> and I'll give Gross. you a big old kiss. <sighs> but yeah, so Valerie and Kelly are both sick. Yeah. And Kelly's staying in Brandon's room and Valerie's like in the next room. And the whole episode is just them, like... Being whiny. Yeah, and having him do shit for them. They're like little babies. Where's my juice? It's very annoying. And then they're mad at each other. Right. And they start talking. And they discuss the night when Valerie and Brandon almost had sex. Yeah, where the story we got (laughs) between the two of them, by the way, like, if they're going to change this... This, I mean, like, fucking, this pisses me off. Yeah. Because have some consistency. 
because this makes no sense. They were alone. That that was like so that happened at the end of I think season six, um, or season five, one of the two. It happened at the end of the first season. Valerie was there. Okay, and. Then the next, we were like, oh, are they going to fuck? Right. That, that was what we, we were thinking was going to happen, right? The next, the first episode of the next season, they explain it away by saying, oh, we took our clothes off and then we started laughing or whatever. Like, you know, we couldn't do it because we're like brother and sister. They were alone when they said that to each other. Mm-hmm. So if they're going to change that, that makes no sense. Because they're, they're, they, they wouldn't knowingly lie to each other. There's no one else that they're telling that story for. That's true. <clears throat> that is true. And she does kind of allude to it. Because the big thing that comes out is Valerie's like, you ruined your chance, my chances with Brandon, and you know it when you came over that night. And then we get a sepia-toned flashback. Do you even remember Kelly showing up and all this shit? No, it that so this is all refilmed because that happened, that happened off screen. So we didn't see any of that. So they're just rewriting history. I think so. I'm unless I'm wrong. I mean, maybe she did show up. I don't know. Leafy1994.com. Right, but she. The funniest thing is hearing it from Valerie's point of view, where she's like, "I I'm, I still love you, Brandon. I want you with me." Or was I, I love Valerie now? Like, it's, <laughs> it's just happened. Yeah, I mean, that's not even fucking, like, he was never in love with Valerie. No. So, but, like, hearing all this stuff, like, I, I bet that's what happened. And she's like, that's not what happened. And she's like, what she says is kind of, like, also not great. No. Because she's like, oh, I still care for you. I still love you. Uh, but I want you to be happy. And if that's with Valerie, whatever. I just want you to be happy. I don't love it, but I want you to be happy. And he's like, okay, whatever. And he leaves. And then they don't have sex. By the way, didn't see her take her clothes off. Mm-hmm. Didn't see her take her clothes off. And then they start to laugh. Right. Um, which well, seems ridiculous to me. Yeah, nobody would laugh. But like when when Kelly came to the door, Valerie was buttoning her shirt back up. Yeah. So, I don't know. Does that count? <laughs> I, don't I don't know. No. Um, but so she's like, oh, so you didn't try to sabotage my relationship. And she's like, no. And she's like, I don't believe you're a liar. But I don't think any of that happened. I don't think any of it would happen. I think it's stupid. Yeah, I don't. And and then later, she's she's like, oh, I talked to you two talked. Huh? Brandon's like, to Valerie, you two talked. And she's like, yeah. And she's like, I, I told her that nothing happened between us. That's the truth, isn't it? What does that mean? That sounds like she's intimating that's not the truth. Yeah, I don't know. But like, what the fuck? Have we just been lied to this whole time? So I don't know what the fuck's going on. I don't think that her and Brandon had sex. I don't either. So, I, I mean, I feel like maybe it was a, like nothing happened, like it didn't matter to you or I didn't matter to you. Because, I mean, like, you know, despite the fact that supposedly they laugh when they take their clothes off, yeah. she's still pissed about, oh, you ruined my chance with him. So, obviously, she didn't feel like brotherly towards him. Right. So, I, I don't know. It could be just a 
not it was nothing right kind of right. thing. Yeah, I she's guess, scorned, you know. I guess that does make sense. Because they did at least fool around a little. A little bit, yeah, obviously. They she got naked. Buttoned her shirt up. Right? <laughs> he may have tasted her nipples. Who knows? <laughs> how do you how do you look at somebody like a brother after that? No shit. Which Kelly brings up when she's talking to Valerie and Valerie is acting like a little fucked up. Yeah, she is. And she's like, you're, first you're saying that Brandon's like your your lover, and then you're saying he's like your family, and they're yeah. not the same thing. Right, and they're not. And, and then Valerie's like, get out. And she looks like, because that's like a Valerie's slap in the like, face. I'm from Alabama. Well, I mean, she was, you know, sexually abused by her father, so. Oh, shit, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, so maybe she does confuse those things. Yeah. Oh, yikes. Icky. Uh, oh, my God. I didn't even think about that. But, I mean, even if it, she doesn't, I mean, having that said to her would have to be an uh, ouch yeah. moment. Yeah. So. yeah. And Kelly doesn't know. Doesn't she? Doesn't everybody? I feel like everybody knows. No, she doesn't know. I don't even think Brandon knows. Really? Because it seemed like they were talking about it a lot. No, I think it was her, her ex- and her mom. Those are the only people involved in that. Okay. It was just a heavy theme of the episode. Yeah, so. I'm pretty sure. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure. Okay. Lady, Lady P1994. <laughs> so, yeah. So, like, this whole episode was just the girls being sick and whiny, arguing, arguing about Brandon. Yeah. Nothing really changes or important or anything. Except for the fact that afterwards, when she's feeling better again, she's at... The Peach Pit After Dark. <laughs> and Parker Lewis comes and visits her. Oh, yeah. Because he can't lose. What? And he's also uh, the guy from The Stand. Okay. The guy that plays Parker Lewis in the TV show Parker Lewis Can't Lose. Sure, I don't know that show. Oh, my God. So a dude from Kelly's dad's company comes. That's what it, that's what it meant to me. I, I don't know this actor. Sorry. She's like, but I want to see Mr. Martin. He's in but the Far East. His name is not Martin. Uh, Kelly Martin, right? No, no Donna it's Donna Martin. Martin. Kelly Kapowski. Kapowski. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, fuck, what is her name, though? Kelly Taylor. Yeah, Mr. Mr. Taylor. Taylor. And she's like, I will get to see meet him eventually, right? Oh, yeah, eventually or whatever. Oh, yeah, I'll fuck you. <laughs> I, it seems like that has to be what she wants. I don't know. We'll see. How messed up Mr. Taylor tastes my nipples. (laughs) I don't know why. (laughs) Um, Okay, so other story is Claire and Steve, and I hate them together. I just want them to break up Mm. so bad. And they're fighting again because of their parents again. Which, this whole storyline is stupid. Like, why are their parents dating? Why are they letting that affect their relationship? Yeah, I don't know. And her, their, his mom is in New York filming a soap opera, and he's back here chancelloring a school. <laughs> and they don't have the kind of foundation that can withstand a long-distance relationship to begin with. No. And they're already super different people living super different lives. And then you add the long distance factor in, right. it's bound to torpedo. So and that's essentially what happens. Yeah. 
So, like, you know, her Claire's dad is all like, oh, I miss her, I love her, and all, like, on Twitter. And then when she shows up, she's, like, busy and blowing him off because she's with her... But not the good kind. ...actor friends, right? <laughs> she's getting inducted into the TV Hall of Fame, essentially. The Broadcasting Hall of Fame. Right. For her role <clears throat> as a single mother in a Hartley house. And the whole night, she's not paying any attention to him, even though he's supposed to be her date. They don't come together, mm-hmm. metaphorically or literally. <laughs> right. Because she goes in a limo with some of the other people because they have a pre-party thing. Uh, while After the ceremony and she gets inducted and gives her speech and everything, she starts hanging. She's like, oh, I've got to meet these guys at the bar. They're talking about a series for me or whatever. She's already on a soap opera. Mm-hmm. But so she's smoozing with them all night and they're sitting there by themselves. Uh, Arnold Arnold, Arnold squared is <laughs> just fucking head and hands. Yeah. And she comes over and she's like, Oh, thanks for waiting. Sorry about that. And he was like, Oh, it's okay. You know, I'll get your coat. And she's like, Oh, didn't I tell you I'm going to a, an after party. It's just for, for me, like, you know. And he's like, what the fuck? No, like I mean. He finally kind of loses it. He didn't have the self-respect to even stand up to her that hard, though. No, he was like, you know what, I think I'll just go home. It's uh, She's like, we're from different worlds. and Yeah. They essentially break up. She's being a fucking bitch. bitch. Giant bitch. And so after Claire takes her dad home and tucks him in or whatever, She's mad at Steve, which makes no sense. Steve has no control over his mom. Yeah. They're fighting the entire episode because of the the fighting over, you know, whatever. Because of their parents. And at one point, she's like, you know, uh, my father, you've got other family. My my father is the only thing I've got. And he's like, huh, okay. Well, if your dad's the only thing you've got, I, I wonder where that leaves me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and he doesn't really have that much other family anyway. I mean, okay, well, I mean, those he has two losers. His dad and his brothers, so I guess that's true. But they're not close. It's not like they're around all the time. Rush, right? Rush <laughs> Sanders. Oh, jeez. I think they just need to end it, though. I'm just, I'm so tired of them. Well, it sounds like they're leaning that way. But he does say he's like, he's like, yeah, she was awful or whatever. And she's like, then why are you defending her? And he's like, because she's my mom. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Yeah, I guess. She she really, her behavior really was undefensible, though. Yeah. But yeah, and that's essentially what happens the entire episode. Oh, and uh, fucking Valerie. Oh, that's <laughs> the other thing with the Valerie and Kelly storyline that happens. What? Valerie says to Steve, oh, yeah, you know, uh, I'll miss her next year in New York, when she's in New York. Oh, yeah. And he's like, what? Oh, yeah. And she, she applied to Columbia grad school. Didn't she tell you? And she like, doesn't say it to Steve. She says it to Brandon. Brandon. That's what, oh, that's what I meant. Yeah. So she's trying to stir shit up there, too. So he says something to her. And she's like, yeah, I applied. I got in. I'm not going. This happened long before you and Tracy were broken up. Like, yeah, I got accepted. But now we're together. I'm not going anywhere. And she's like, yeah, Valerie told you, huh? She must have read it in my journal. Do you see what she's doing? He's like, yeah. And he's like, yeah, this house isn't big enough for the two of us. So she's making him choose 
me or Valerie, essentially. As as she should. I'm sorry, but like they were gonna get engaged. They still have the ring. They're back together. They're gonna get engaged, and it's not fair for him to make her be around somebody who is like evil to her and she hates. I understand, but it's like it's also kind of not fair for her to lay down an ultimatum with someone that he's known since they were kids. She's being evil to her. She's read her diary. She's trying to break up their relationship. But they they both don't like each other. They're both mean to each other. Toxicity, though. I'm I'm sorry. No. Like, he has to choose Kelly in this situation. It's not fair. It's not fair. Okay. I mean, I I don't know. I'm I'm on her side. They don't need that that person in their life trying to break them up. Yeah, I mean, I guess I see what you're saying. Because she is trying to break them up. Yeah. And fuck Kelly's dad, although they, right? don't, they don't know that yet. Well, I don't know. I mean, I think that's what she's going to do. We'll see. But yeah, She'll be like, look, I'm going to be your stepmom. <laughs> Kelly, oh I have your little brother or sister right here. That would be the ultimate. Oh, my right? God. <laughs> Don't worry, we're just starting a new family without you. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, but that is uh, the episode, Carol. It is. So you can, again, you can write us and tell us all the things we got wrong at latefee1994 at awol.com. Yep. Check out our website at www.retrolatefee.com mm-hmm. and share the tapes with your friends. All right, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.